It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. In three, two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton. This, this is the Smart Seven. Good morning, everybody. It's Wednesday, the 9th of December, and it's National Pastry Day. And a big happy birthday to Judy Dench, Donny Osmond, Felicity Huffman, and John Malkovich. It was finally V-Day yesterday as the first doses of the Pfizer vaccine were administered, with 90-year-old Margaret Keenan the very first person in the UK to receive it. Just so strange and uh, so wonderful, really. Yeah, so... Anyway... This is for a good cause, so I'm so pleased I had it done. But as the first doses of vaccine were being given, there were a further 12,282 new cases of COVID-19 and a further 616 deaths yesterday. Boris turned up at a hospital to witness the vaccinations and had a warning that we're not out of the woods yet. It's amazing to see the vaccine coming out. It's amazing to see this tremendous shot in the arm for the entire nation, but we can't afford to relax now. I would just say to all those who are who are scared, um, don't be. With all of the vaccine excitement, there wasn't much progress on Brexit, but Boris is booked on a flight to Brussels today to try and get the deal across the line. Tory MP and Brexiteer Peter Bone is confident he's the right man for the job. I have great confidence in Boris and I, I haven't heard of those jitters you talk about. My colleagues from the Brexit side are 100% behind Boris. You couldn't have anyone better to go and uh, talk to someone in the negotiations than Boris. The European side don't seem as confident with EU negotiators describing the chances of a deal as slim. But Michael Gove says with no sense of irony that the new amendments mean things are looking up for Northern Ireland. The good news is that alongside those minimal checks, we've been able to remove many of the other concerns that businesses in Northern Ireland had about the protocol. And that means that businesses in Northern Ireland have the opportunity to enjoy the best of both worlds. Access to the European single market, because there's no infrastructure on the island of Ireland, and at the same time, unfettered access to the rest of the UK market. That sounds fantastic for Northern Ireland. Joe Biden continues to name his cabinet and set out his policies as president-elect. Yesterday, he focused on health and introduced a three-part plan to tackle the virus. He wants to see 100 million doses of vaccine in the first 100 days, everyone wearing masks and as many schools as possible reopened. Today, I'm announcing that in consultation with Dr. Tony Fauci, we developed the first three objectives. My first 100 days won't end the COVID-19 virus. I can't promise that. And not only does he get to call Dr. Fauci Tony, Tony made an appearance on Zoom. I believe, as you do, that in the fight against this pandemic, we must lead with science. Meanwhile, Donald Trump held a White House briefing to praise Operation Warp Speed and also to beg someone to help him overturn the election. If somebody has the courage, I know who the next administration will be. And I'll tell you what, life will be much easier for this country because of what we've done right now 
And because of a lot of the people in this room, the job you've done on the vaccine, together with a lot of others, has been a modern day miracle. While all the focus was on the first recipient of the vaccine and Matt Hancock's attempt to cry on TV, there was a 91-year-old gentleman named Martin Kenyon who went viral after he bumped into CNN's on-the-spot reporter and told his very straightforward story about V-Day. I rang up uh, Guy's Hospital, which I know very well, so I've lived in London most of my grown-up life, and uh, I said, what's this thing? You're doing the vaccination. They said, yes, and they said, we'll come at half past 12. Of course, I couldn't damn well find anywhere to park my car, so I was late. I got inside and they duly put me on the list. I went off and had a rather nasty lunch and then came back and um, they were ready for me. Still to come on the Smart 7, you'll never watch The Simpsons in the same way again. It wasn't a great night in the Champions League for Man United, who were beaten 3-2 by German side RB Leipzig. It means United will now drop down to the Europa League, and speaking to BT Sport, captain Harry Maguire was putting the blame squarely on United's own shortcomings. So we've got to look at ourselves, really. We, we, we gave ourselves too much to do. We've been coming from behind, so we had great belief we could do it. You've seen how close we've come at the end. Um, the amount of chances we've had, the shots we've had, um, I don't know the stats. Um, ultimately we start the game too slow and we can't keep giving goals away and, and falling behind. Catch up on the rest of the Champions League action including a bizarre incident in the PSG game in our sports podcast The Sports 7. The Simpsons has been on air for 31 years and it's due to start its 32nd season soon, which will include episode 700. Creator Matt Groening turned up in a BBC4 documentary about theme tunes and revealed a fascinating bit of trivia about the recording of the iconic Simpsons opener. And at the end of the day, everybody went home and I was sitting there and we played back the uh, theme and there's a female chorus that says, The Simpsons... And it sounded like the Simpson, the Z, was missing. And so Danny Elfman and I went into the recording booth and went Z. And that, if you listen to the, if they listen to the theme very closely, you can hear a duet with Danny Elfman and myself. My proudest moment in showbiz. And it's now going to be one of those things you never hear the same way again. Carey has established herself as the Queen of Christmas, and even though All I Want for Christmas was released in 1994, it's really close to being number one for the first time ever in the UK charts. She appeared in full Christmas outfit with Jimmy Fallon to list her own favourite festive song. I love all the classics. Bing Crosby, White Christmas, like, you know, all of the classics. Um, There's so many good ones. I even like, like, there's so many great soundtracks, like the Elf soundtrack is great. Did you ever listen to that? (laughs) Yeah, It is. I live for, I mean, I can't give away all my things, but (laughs) no, there's there's so many good ones. You know what else is really people should listen to is the Jackson 5 um, Christmas album. Yeah, I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus is a great version. Mm-hmm, the whole album. This has been The Smart 7. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa.